to tell the truth? Will the real you please stand up? And how do you understand and do that? Well, the best way is, again, is to get down to it. You can use tools to find out. Again, you can use people to help you find out, but you need to find out. So if you truly don't know all of how to unravel your superpower, if you don't understand how to identify what your limitations are, or you're ignoring the fact that you do know it, but you're not doing it, you're not telling the truth. And so I need you to be able to do that. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, welcome, powerful people, for another episode of Powerful. I'm so very excited. This actual episode is a two part. We haven't done that in a while. And so I'm excited to bring this to you. I'm very, very, mm, very, 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 very excited, um, like I said, to bring this to you. So we're going to get into it. And what we're going to be talking about today is really near and dear to my heart. We all know that we know ourselves, but I want to challenge you to drill down and really get into knowing the deeper side of you. And this episode is entitled, Will the Authentic You Please Stand Up? I promise you, this will be a blessing. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Have you ever wondered if you were truly fulfilling your total life's purpose? Growing yourself isn't something to shy away from. Investing in yourself is the best investment ever. At Exponential Edge Adventures, we specialize in helping women better understand their superpowers, gain insight into blind spots, and leverage their uniqueness. We desire to serve women who have had career disappointments and life setbacks, but have a growth mindset to use tiny habits to position them for greater possibilities. Who do you know that's ready to take flight? Book a consultation with us today. Go to simplytomorrow.com. All right, all right, good people, let's go. Uh, Got a lot of stuff for you. We are so very, again, excited for this episode. And as always, we always try to leave you with some tips. So we have three tips to help you be a better version of you. And nobody can do that but you. Nobody can do that but you. Now, I am very aware or very cognizant of the fact that you know yourself best. You do. You know yourself good because you've been with you. But I promise you, the most successful people in the world truly get a deeper awareness of who they are. So today we're going to talk about something that's dear to my heart. Now I love game shows and um, I, I, uh, I'm not old enough to have watched this game show live, but I must have watched uh, it must have been in syndication or whatever, um, because, you know, I, I'm a, I was born in the 60s and raised up, you know, as a child in the 70s. And so this came on in the 70s. But this actual show was in the late 50s. It started and it was a show called To Tell the Truth. It was a game show. They would have three panelists uh, that would come on. And they would have the opportunity to win $1,000, up to $1,000 split between themselves if they could uh, stump 
the panelists or the contestants. And they would have four famous contestants that would try to guess uh, who was the real out of the three. So out of the three panelists, one was real and two were imposters. And so as I was thinking about that one day, I came up with the idea to do this episode. You know, will the real blank show up? So will the real Bridget show up? Oh, yes, she is showing up. And so the reason why I'm doing this podcast, because I will be perfectly honest with you, I'll share with you, I was not always the real me. Now, what do I mean by that? I wasn't intentionally trying to be fake or anything, um, but I really wasn't showing up truly as the powerhouse that I am, right? Um, And some people might hear me say that and think, wow, is that kind of um, a little bit conceited? It's not. Uh, If you know anything about me, you've been listening to my, if you're a faithful listener, you know I love to talk about, um, I love etymology. Etymology, sorry. And that means um, the the understanding of words, right? And I love name meanings. Well, my name means strength. And so for a long time, I would not represent that or I wouldn't even tell people that because I thought, okay, that sounds a little bit cocky. Or at one point in my life, I didn't even believe I was strong. But mm, the real Bridget has shown up. And I do realize I am the definition of my name. I am strong. And so what is that for you? Um, does your name have a significant meaning? How are you in life? How have you been showing up for yourself and for others? And are you ready to go to the next level? Because even in my prime of doing the best that I could do, I still could sharpen and be better. And that's what I'm saying about the real me wasn't showing up. I was showing up and I had success and I was, you know, again, moving and growing and developing and evolving. But was I really showing up as the authentic me? I wasn't. I was hiding behind some things. I was, um, you know, living an okay life but not really moving to the edge of everything that I could do. And so this game show really sparked something with me. So today I want to leave you with three incredible, powerful tips. All right. So number one, I want you to tell the truth. That's the number one tip. Tell the truth. Number two, talk to yourself and question your speech. Number three, Hold yourself accountable for your authenticity, okay? So that's what we're going to get into in this part one of this episode. You ready? Fasten your seatbelts. Let's go. Well, number one, I need you to tell the truth. Tell the truth uh, about those things. So like I say, on the game show, uh, they would read an affidavit, okay? So the host of the show would uh, have all of the the the. The four uh, contestants, uh, well, I guess they would more like be the panelists because they weren't earning the money, but they were the, the ones that had to guess, right? So they would have these four famous people that would read the affidavit where the host would read it and they would read along and it would have everything about the real person, right? And then when they got finished, the real person would uh, sign it and say that this is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Wow. So when I would hear that, I'm like, oh, wow. Well, recently watching some of it, I would think, 
That's incredible. So they had to say that this is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. What is the whole truth about you? The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Well, I thought I knew myself. And I did until I started taking psychometrics, until I started reading books, until I started growing and developing, until I started uh, going to seminars, and until I started uh, acquiring coaches to coach me. You know, when all of that started happening, oh, we, I discovered a whole new Bridget. Now, I had been impostering, you know, and not on purpose even. I had just been imposturing because I didn't know some of the things about myself until I drilled down to them. And when I started drilling down, then I had to tell the whole truth. Let me give you an example of that by what, what I mean. So uh, many of you, again, if you're my faithful followers, you know um, that I was a school administrator. 17 years. Enjoyed what I did. I say that all the time because I want people to know I love, 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 loved it. But at the same time, too, um, maybe my third year into teaching, fourth, fourth or fifth year, it was fourth or fifth year into teaching, uh, my best friend and I started our own consultant business, right? And so we were doing it. And then both of us ended up leaving the district we were working for. She went on to become a principal. I relocated to another city. Well, then I became a couple of years later, a principal after that. And so we were trying to do the business, but it was kind of difficult because we weren't in the same location. And then she moved out of state, which made it even uh, more difficult. And so kind of did it a little bit, but not really did it. Well, she passed and then I tried to, to pick it back up or actually before she passed away, I tried to pick it back up and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I was doing it part-time. And I'll be honest with you. It was totally a hobby. I was giving my skill set away for free more than I was doing any making money. Right. And then in 2019, I decided, you know, well, 2018, I decided 2019, I made the leap. I made a leap of faith and moved out to do my business uh, full time. And that's what I'm currently doing right now. Right. And again, absolutely, absolutely love it. But to tell the truth, when I was an administrator and even as a, a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and really I call myself a solopreneur because right now I don't have this expansive team. I contract to get stuff done when I need to get th certain things done that needs more than my expertise, but I don't have employees yet or I don't have uh, this large team yet, right? And so I realized one thing about myself being a, a boss or being a supervisor. I am authentically a people person. I'm authentically interactive. And so for those that might not know what I'm talking about, let me give you a really, really quick uh, a, a synopsis of what I'm talking about. So I'm talking about the DISC assessment. So remember I told you, I changed when I learned psychometrics. And basically psychometrics are just tools, measures to help you, again, understand why you do what you do, why you think what you think, why you value what you value. And so there's three of them that 
uh, I actually distribute. And the disc is one of them. So the disc tells us how we prefer to behave, right? And so you have your four different styles. You have your D, your I, your S, and your C to help make it more applicable to you so that you can understand it better. We can put it like this. Think of the D as a pilot. Think about what that pilot does. That pilot goes from A to B or A to Z. Their job is to get you there. So a pilot's motive is solving problems and having challenges. Again, their goal is results. Then you got your eye and your eye is, again, very uh, inspirational, interactive. Think about the eye like a flight attendant. When you get on that flight, that flight attendant's job is to meet your needs, to give you an experience, to make sure you want to fly with them again. They're your host. Their job is, again, to make sure you're comfortable, make sure you are personally taken care of. So an eye's job is uh, uh, the people. The eye's job is to make sure that there is an experience. There's some emotion in there when you're dealing with the eye, right? And then you have the S. You can think of the S as like the grounds crew. If you think about when you boarded your last flight, when you got on that flight, you don't necessarily interact with the grounds crew, but the grounds crew is people related. Their job is to support people. So their job is all about pace. They're about uh, being faithful, being loyal, being patient. Think about what they have to do. They have to have some sort of patience and endurance, right? And so they're either uh, bringing the things aboard that the staff needs. They're loading the luggage underneath. They're on that tarmac going, making sure that that plane gets down that runway. So they serve as a supportive role. And then you have your, your C. And your C, we can make that connection to the air traffic controller. Think about them. When you have that flight experience, you will more than likely never see the air traffic controller. But they are in a tower. They are in a building. They are in a position that they're able to look and see the entire big picture. Their job is to make sure that there is quality, to make sure there is perfection. Think about that. Do you want air traffic controllers that don't know what they're doing? I don't think so. Do you want air traffic controllers that don't care about perfection? I don't think so. And so that's their job. Their job is to make sure um, that there are systems in place, quality systems that are perfected to make sure that the things that's supposed to get done are done. And so that's the disc in a, in a, in a nutshell, right? So you have your D, your I, your S, and your C. Well, to tell the truth, I'm an I. Now, I did at, at times, and when I first began my career, especially my first school I was at, I had people that were putting pressure on me to be more D, to be more decisive. Now, mind you, I, I led multi-million dollar organizations, so you know I had to make decisions. But for me, my method of making decisions, I am more uh, methodical. I am going to be more deliberate when it comes to making decisions rather than being more demanding or being highly risk-taking. I'm not a high risk-taker, right? And so at times, though, I was pushed to be that. And so to tell the truth, that wasn't me. And so I had to understand how 
I connect. And eventually I did, oh, even without uh, really truly understanding psychometrics, I was able to, uh, without having a clear, clear understanding of the disc, because I took the disc my first year as an administrator, but I didn't understand it. But I did understand this part. I understood the part that whatever my limitations was, I needed to have people around me that had the opposite, okay? So if my limitations was this, then I needed them to be my area of my limitation and I needed to show up in my strength. Now, as I've evolved and right now, especially as a business owner, I truly understand that epiphany. And I want you to understand that epiphany, to tell the truth. Will the real you please stand up? And how do you understand and do that? Well, the best way is, again, is to get down to it. You can use tools to find out. Again, you can use people to help you find out, but you need to find out. So if you truly don't know all of how to unravel your superpower, if you don't understand how to identify what your limitations are, or you're ignoring the fact that you do know it, but you're not doing it, you're not telling the truth. And so I need you to be able to do that. And so as again, they would read off in this um, in this in this show, this game show, the affidavit at the end, it says this is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I need you to be super laser honest with yourself this year. I need you to make sure that you are truly, truly telling yourself the honest truth. And I had to tell myself the honest truth. I couldn't be like principal A over here, which I did. I had a sister principal was marvelous. I mean, absolutely, absolutely marvelous. And when he became a principal, he had a different demeanor than I had. And at times I was forced, I was like, oh, wait a minute, he's over here having a little bit more success than I am. Well, I couldn't try to be him. I still had to be me. But what I had to figure out, and this is what I did figure out, is make sure you have people that surround you that, again, are what your limitations are. There's nothing wrong with that. So there's some transparency that has to come along with that. And there's some growth that has to come along with that. So you have to be truly honest with yourself. So tip number one is tell the truth. Tell the truth. Do not let the imposter be the one that holds you hostage. Okay. And number two is talk to yourself. Oh, we, I can't wait to talk about this. Talk to yourself and question your speech. Okay. What do I mean by question your speech? What I mean by that is I need you to think about your thinking. I need you to constantly talk to yourself. And here's why. Our brains are so powerful. We are so uniquely designed. I love what the word of God says. I love what it says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God designed us so incredible. Now, we're designed, our brain is to protect us for survival, right? And so we have a cortisol that is released in our body and it helps us. It helps us, you know, again, with understanding that flight, that fight, or now we can say freeze. So when our body, when we get into trouble, our brain automatically says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is something we need to fight. Oh, 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 oh we need to run. We need to flee. We need flight. Or you might even freeze. So 
That is natural instinct for us. And what we'll do is we'll say things to protect ourselves, right? And so what I found myself being an administrator, saying things to protect myself. Well, I have to do this because blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, because I wasn't being authentic to myself. And if I had understood that, I would have had a lot less problems to encounter. So you have to literally talk to yourself. So you have to do uh, reverse psychology on yourself. You have to do positive talking and thinking. You know, again, another thing about our brain is it's wired that we see a lot of negativity. We hear a lot of negativity. In fact, um, almost uh, 90% of our thoughts, they say anywhere, scientists say anywhere between 80 to 95% of our thoughts are negative. And about 85% of them are repetitive. So think about that. You're repeating a lot of negative things day in and day out. So that's why it's so important for you to talk to yourself, right? So I need you to question your speech, all right? So uh, for the people that are listening uh, by the audio podcast, and thank you for listening uh, on all uh, podcast platforms, I have a mirror in my hand, right? And as I have this mirror in my hand, I am looking at the reflection of myself. And one of the things that uh, my coach, I have a powerful, powerful coach when I say she is mega, mega big. And one of the things that she told us to make sure that we do is there's an assignment that you can do that you can tell the truth to yourself. So you talk to yourself in the mirror and you might say the lie, right? But then what you're going to do is cross out that lie and then come up with the two truths, right? And so one of my lies to myself is I had to be this aggressive person in order to make it. I had to be this extremely aggressive person in order to be a school administrator. Now, that's not in my nature. That's not my value. So again, one of the assessments that I give people that I help my clients with is a values assessment. That's not my value. I'm an altruist, right? Number one, I'm an altruist. And so being assertive is not my thing. Being helpful and, and caring is my number one value. Right. And then again, in my disc, my eye is interactive. I'm about people and the experiences. And so having an aggressive experience with you, that's not my forte. Um, as well as when I think, I think in a certain manner. And again, being assertive is not a part of that. And so I would have to look at myself in the mirror and say, Bridget that's a lie. Here's the truth. You can have incredible relationships with people and get the same results as if you were being demanding. Now, here's what happens when you do that. Um, You are truly in your comfort zone and you will truly get the value out of being you and doing what you need to do. I I hope that makes sense to you right? So I want you 
to make sure that you question yourself, you talk to yourself. If that means you get in the mirror and you tell yourself the truth, you will. So if you need more information with that, you can look up that information. If you're on audio in the show notes, if you are on uh, the YouTube channel, then you can look in the description and find out more information about how to do that uh, to tell the truth. Okay. And then last but not least, hold yourself accountable to your authenticity. Who are you? What is your values? What is your purpose? Is all of that aligned? Are you in total alignment with yourself? So remember on that game show, there was one real and two imposters. Now the imposters tried to sound like the real because they had a little bit of information. And so they could answer the questions based on their limited information, right? But the real person is going to answer the questions because they have the authentic experience of being themselves. So I need you to hold yourself accountable each and every day to being the real you. Will the real authentic you please stand up? You see, you are responsible for your future. You are responsible for your success. I love, I love, I love, uh, there's a book called Work the System. One of the books that literally spiraled me into this new phase of To Tell the Truth, Bridget. Hey, I think I like that. I think I'm gonna start saying that, To Tell the Truth, Bridget. Um, That might be my new name. So To Tell the Truth, Bridget, um, read this book, uh, Work the System. And I love it. I absolutely love it because in the book, um, it talks about owning your stuff, owning your stuff. So the author is Sam Carpenter and Sam Carpenter talks about owning what you have done to be in the position that you're in. Now, he had a a business, a very successful business that started going downhill, uh, had issues, family issues, relationship issues, marriage issues, and and stuff was just going out of the way. And he became uh, internally angry, disgruntled, blamed other people until he came to the realization, you know what? I got to own my own stuff. So I need you to hold yourself accountable and to own your own stuff. We put ourselves in certain positions, okay? And when we do that, it's our responsibility to get ourselves out. But it's our responsibilities to forge the path that we're on. We have it all. We can manifest the things that we need to manifest. Are we doing it though? Mm, That's the key. And so that's what we're going to talk about on the second half of the episode. So I hope you enjoyed this. I totally, totally, totally hope you enjoyed uh, part one. Again, the tips were tell the truth, talk to yourself and question your speech and those thoughts. And then number three, hold yourself accountable. Again, we love the fact that you are here. We appreciate you because you could be doing anything else besides listening to this podcast. So we thank you for being a loyal supporter, number one. And number two, we would love to hear from you. If you have information, you have suggestions, or if this has really been a blessing to you, please email me at ordainededucator at gmail.com. That's ordainededucator at gmail.com. All of that information is listed in the show notes or the comment section. 
thank you so much again. Have a marvelous day. And you know what I love to say, coach me and I learn, challenge me and I grow, believe in me and I win. You are a winner. 